Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I got Frank Hagan online. Frank, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate this, Michael. No, I'm looking forward to this too. And I know we've chatted a few times over the last couple of years and uh, finally got you on the show. So I'm really looking forward to our conversation about networking. And I know we mentioned in the pre-show talking about during this pandemic that this is an interesting time for all of us that are in the networking type of business and everything like that. So share a little bit about you, your, your background, the organization you're with, and, and some of the things you've been observing over these past few months. Yeah. Um, I live in Columbus, Ohio. I'm not from here. Uh, I guess I should say I'm from here. I moved here 36 years ago to go to law school and uh, got a law degree and an MBA and went into a big firm to be a tax consultant. And I tell people, uh, uh, it was a great job, great prestige, great pay. I just didn't want to do taxes for the rest of my life. And so um, that uh, led me after six and a half years, which will tell you I'm slow but not stupid, to leaving and going into private practice. And I just figured, well, that'd be the best thing for me. I was entrepreneurial and that just seemed like the next best step. But I tell people that a funny thing happened to me when I went into private practice. And the funny thing was that nothing happened. I had no idea how to get clients. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners can can relate to that, either in the past or even currently. Um, I, I just struggled. And it's it's it, being an attorney is an added layer of difficulty because you're really not supposed to advertise. There's just certain things you can do and can't do, be that as it may. Um, so I struggled for about a month. And I had lunch one day with a friend of mine who is an attorney. And she said, you know, you know, I was just asking her, what do I need to do to be successful? I don't want to fail. And she said, you need to get into a tips club or a leads group. Well, she led me into an organization that would, and through a series of calls that was starting a brand new chapter, group of entrepreneurs, sales reps, and professionals that met every week to learn about each other and exchange referrals. Um, it wasn't BNI, very similar to BNI. If people are familiar with BNI, I'll throw that out there, just, but it was very similar. But Michael, it immediately made sense because I, f- I could lift my world up by helping other people become successful. I mean, I could talk about you all day and how wonderful you are and at the end of the day, be energized by that. I've done something great, you know. And talk about myself, self-promote for 15 minutes, and I'm exhausted. So I got involved in this organization, became its first president, became its first franchisee. There's a whole story there we'll skip over. Um, And then back in the early 2000s, I bought it out and made the decision to stop practicing law. Um, I really wanted to be on this quest, this mission or crusade, crusade to help people become more successful through their professional relationships. And that's led me into writing a number of books and starting a podcast and articles and, and eventually running into you. Um, so it's really kind of been a, a neat journey. You know, it's been an amazing journey so far. And, you know, the work that you've done and are doing is, is instrumental in referrals and connecting people with the intent to connect people. And then where that goes is between those people. But yeah, 
having that in a way i look at it as a superpower yes a lot of us can do it but there are people in this world like yourself where it it just it, it's different you're you're able to do it in such a way because there's an element of you in the giving and the caring and, and nurturing and understanding the people that you're introducing to each other you know things about each of them and you're like this actually would make a really good potential yeah. for a business or a venture or who knows what or just it would be good for that person to know that person and you know being able to see that is is a wonderful gift because that's how things move you know and that from finding a job or landing new clients or growing your business or learning how to do something different that you want to do with your business especially during a pandemic right now i'm sure there's a lot of organizations that have had to learn how to do something different because the way we were doing things in many instances we haven't been able to continue doing things that way right now and potentially we, some organizations may never return to doing business the way that they did you know it's it's a new venture but having those referrals and that network of people that they know somebody knows somebody that can be able to guide those organizations so it's not a i have to recreate everything it's been done somewhere how can we implement this and do something better yeah no absolutely i it's it, 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 there, it is, there is a knack to making introductions. There is a knack to this networking. Most people wander through life, through profession, their professional lives, and they look for their opportunities. Hey, I need a little of this. I need a little of that. I'll take a little bit of this. These are things that are important to me. And what I try to tell people, and just you know, develop that habit of looking at everything as an opportunity. It might not be an opportunity for you, but it's an opportunity for somebody else. And if you're willing to pick that up, figuratively speaking, pick that up and hand it to whomever, um, whoever that works for, you're going to be on their radar. And eventually they're going to return that, you know, or uh, return the deed, or maybe they don't, but you put karma out in the world, you throw that term out, you put karma out in the world and it will come back to you. I don't know when or how, but it will. Um, it always does. Um, it's a neat thing to, to know that those things are out there. A colleague of mine who's in the networking business as well, uh, her and another gentleman that they've been referring things to each other for a very long time. And they were looking for opportunities to work together, but nothing really lined up until about seven years later, something came up where it worked out that this was a project that they could both work on, but they kept at it. You know, they're thinking there's nothing there yet, but maybe someday in seven years, yeah. you know, that's, you know, or as long as this pandemic has felt, you know, seven years, it's yeah. a long drawn out thing, but they knew they, they both sense it's like, there's something there. It's not here yet. We don't know where it is. And that again, with people that I meet, and refer to and understand what they're doing. When I'm talking with somebody, I'll ask them, okay, what's going on? You know, how are things with, with business life and, you know, anything, you know, that you're struggling with or you know, that I can help with, or maybe I know somebody and they'll say something and then, you know, the Rolodex to date myself in my head will go, okay. And then of course I go to my CRM or on LinkedIn and I go, okay, I know somebody that does this and, and help them out. A few months ago in, in the middle of the pandemic, there was somebody that was uh, 
marketing director for an organization. And when the pandemic hit, they lost their job, unfortunately. And I just met somebody in that particular area uh, that was looking for different types of, types of roles. So I reached out to them and I said, any marketing director opportunities? And I said, yeah, we actually need a really good one where we've been looking, not having a lot of success. So I made the introduction and it worked out. And you have two people that love you at that point, right? Exactly. I'm, 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 I'm waiting for my birthday gift still. No, that's, I don't do that for that. I do that because it makes the world better. Right. And in yeah. using, you know, when you said karma before, it's, it, it, it flows back to me. If, and I, I don't even want to measure how much more it flows back. I, it's how it, yeah, I don't want to necessarily quantify, but I, I know in sense that it comes back to me a lot larger. It's like, okay, I'm handing somebody a dollar and all of a sudden I've got a briefcase full of money type of thing. I, w- right. I, wish, that, I wish that was the interest rate, but you know, interest rate for those of people that don't understand is used to be able to get interest on the money that you saved or banked or invested. And right. right now it's this, but right. um, there's other ways to make money, but um, just, just not that right now. But long story short, when you go into it and and anybody that is thinking about you know networking then they really haven't done it before and i know you believe this too it's like don't go in it to get go in it to give and when you do that what you receive is amazing one just the feeling of wow i just helped somebody find a great employee i just found somebody that lost their job during this pandemic with a new job and it and all I did was say hey you two talk and and stepped away from it and okay. it, it's just an amazing feeling to be able to do that and to be able to do it time and time again in a variety of different things it's just an amazing feeling yeah you know I I, I tell people uh, you know because when you help people their natural inclination inclination is well what can I do for you and I just tell people you know so I don't live in a quid pro quo world I'm not keeping score um, and I think people who do, it becomes very stressful for them because they're trying to account for stuff and you can't um, because you refer something to me. I might refer something back to you that is of, of no value to me, but just immense value to you. So you can't keep track of it all, you know, with what with, with the exchange is. And like you said, it might be five years from now. You know, hey, here's a great opportunity for you. You'll take it then. You need money then like you need money now. Yeah, it, it just flows like a river and it just you just continually add to it and go about it and you'll find where the, the river will rise a little bit some months and some years and sometimes like mm, starting to see some of those lower rocks in the river. Okay, what do I need to do yeah. to address that in? And it's just being you know agile and being aware of you know what your customers need, you know, what the work you're doing, being in the right place at the time that that demand is needed and what you offer. And that means shifting gears and doing something a little bit different. Like I did this year with more speaking opportunities and talking in front of organizations and less of the one-on-one type of stuff. And, you know, it's, it's turned out perfectly because that's, I recognize that's what the market needed and, and made that shift. And a lot of people, you know, especially during this pandemic, some of them have kind of been frozen and they're like, well, they, okay, we can't go to those in-person meetings. Well, there's Zoom, there's phone calls, there, yeah. 
it's yeah we're not in the same room together but we're in the same virtual room together yeah. and it's you know don't let that technology be a, a barrier to you to and to do things because we don't know when this pandemic will finish so it, it, as a business owner you have to make sure that you are where your customers need you to be and offering them what they need and the same thing with you know finding out what other people are looking for and needing and you know it's the same same process but you know, the delivery might be a little bit different but you know it's just being agile and being open and continuing growing i think is the biggest thing well you said something it may have been in the pre-show or maybe early on in this program that zoom has opened doors that you didn't know existed uh, and i've used that exact phrase um, because it is so true, running into people and being connected to people who do things that you didn't know were out there, that you can add value to, that can add value to other people. Um, it's just, I mean, it's energizing. It gets me up every morning. It's like, what's, you know, it's like Christmas morning. What do I get to open this morning? There's something there. I don't know what it is. Um, you know, what I tell people as far as, you know, is getting, you know, getting started with with respect to networking is find something you're passionate about and get out there and volunteer because you're going to be with people who care about the same thing you care about. You're going to be with, you know, you're going to brand yourself as somebody who's a giver and you don't ever even really have to say what you do. People will figure it out. You know, wow, you're really involved. What is it you do? And even the people who aren't involved in that particular charity or whatever initiative it might be, it might be a community project or something like that, who see you involved are just going to kind of know you as this, someone who adds value to others. And that, and that really has a, a huge carryover effect um, throughout the, you know, the business community or whatever, however you want to define that. And when you're gathered with like-minded people and you see things in the same way, when opportunities come up, they know, all right, I'm not necessarily the right person for this particular opportunity, but I know Frank is, or right. I know Sam is, or Jill is, because they've worked in this sector more than I have, or might be, quite frankly, a sector that you don't like working in. You know, yeah. there's, there's certain sectors, especially with the work that I do, unfortunately, burnout doesn't care what sector you're in, it's going to hit. But there are certain sectors that I, I don't necessarily shy away from, but I go, okay, what, what are the parameters here? Because it's just not a sector that I particularly like working in. But that's when having other people that do the type of work that I do, uh, I refer things to them. Say, sure. hey, you like this? And they love that sector. I'm like, all yours. You know, good, good luck with it. You know, it's like, in, in, enjoy that roller coaster. You know, let me know how it goes. Cause you know, a, a pessimist is an optimist with experience. Okay. It's right. one of my, it's one of my favorite quotes from the late uh, Pistons head coach, Chuck Daly. Um, and I'm not a negative person by any stretch, but I just love that um, analogy. Cause sometimes, you know, like, Oh, here we go again, but well, we yeah, don't, you- we don't connect with everybody. Right. I mean, we, we, we can't connect with everybody. So there'll be people who, who we connect with um, and it all works out. And then there'll be people who just, you know, don't connect with us for whatever reason. It might be gender. It might be politics. It might be a lot of things. Um, and that's all okay. As long as we're respectful about it, certainly. But, you know, I, I'm, I've done the same thing. It's just like, this is not my thing, right? You're, 
you're two hours closer than I am. You, you can drive. I'd have to fly. Why don't you take that opportunity? I'll, you know, I'll do something else. And, uh, and again, it's just, it, it comes back to you. It's just all a matter of, you know, it's all a matter of getting people to know you, like you, and trust you. Yep. And when that happens, it, it just opens up more doors. So in this pandemic, what have you seen work in, in the space that you're in um, that is, you know, helping people continue to do the work that you do as far as referrals and networking? You know, what have been some of the pivoting? I mean, obviously, we know Zoom has been a big part of it, but has there been anything else that you've observed that has kind of change the the dynamic of you know referrals and meeting new clients and things like that well i mean you know, i mean zoom is technology uh, zoom is i've been on everything Every, everybody's using different things there's teams there's zoom there's um webex there's i was on some guys uh kids dungeon and dragon account he's conducting a meeting on there it works um you know and that's you know that's the that is the big thing because it's really gotten people to think in a whole different way i'll give you an example there's an attorney in my organization who when this first when, when this first came down i think there were a lot of people me included hey let's give this three weeks and it'll pass and obviously, it's, you know, we're six months in now or plus uh, by the time this is coming out. And uh, uh, I don't want to say there's no end in sight because there is an end in sight. It will end. Um, but three weeks in, people are like, well, we'll just kind of let this pass. And that was his mindset. You know what? I don't want to get on Zoom. I just don't. Um, and through my organization, he was kind of for- not only forced into it, but it's like, come on, Tom, you got to do this. Um, and he did, and it really kind of opened his eyes to, you know, what this works, you and I have never met face to face. We've certainly had conversations and emails and whatnot, but if you and I were to meet, it would almost feel like we've met before because of this zoom call, you know, I don't know how tall you are. You know, I don't know any of that stuff, but it doesn't matter. And so he realized that as an attorney and he said, you know what, this is really kind of a game changer for me because I spend a lot of time hustling people in and out of my office, you know, doing, and you got to kind of coordinate that who's going to be there. And I can handle a lot more things using Zoom. Um, so that was, you know, that was certainly something that was done that, you know, a lot of people have been able to, um, you know, I mean, early on, like the massage therapists, they were really they were out of business, not out of business, but they were kind of down. Um, but some of them got creative in selling uh, gift certificates just to kind of keep cash flow. You know, people need massages. They know they're going to need massages. Um, and then, you know, going to great lengths to make people feel comfortable with respect to that. Uh, I had a florist um, who, when this started to come down and weddings were being postponed, you had coolers full of flowers. Uh, he literally went out on the street and gave them away, you know, just gave little bouquets to people with his card on it and that people remember those things. But, you know, he's got one of two choices. He can give them away or they can go bad. And he's like, you know, I'm not going to let them go bad. I'm going to figure it out. Um, and so there are people who are adapting in, in, in those sorts of ways. Um, you know, certainly technology people have really taken advantage of this in providing programs to educate people on how to how to do these sorts of things um, and you know 
what we do, podcasting or being on Zoom is really not that expensive. And a lot of people that that was that's kind of a barrier or, or a perceived barrier. Oh, I don't want to invest in all that equipment. And this technology person just did a little seminar showing people, you know, listen, here's what you need. You can literally go on Amazon or Best Buy or wherever you want to go um, and pick this stuff up for decent equipment, not great equipment for, you know, 100, 150 bucks, microphone, headset, all the, you know, kind of walk them through it, get a decent camera. Um, And I think a lot of people have, you know, kind of taken that to heart. You know, how do I want to show up? in this pandemic? Do I, I, I call it the COVID look, right? I mean, I think early on people were like, oh, geez, I'm stuck at home. It's like, do you really want to be that way? You know, or do you want to, you know, get up, get showered, get shaved? Imagine you're going to be meeting with a million dollar client because you might be. Um, and, you know, don't give us this, oh, woe is me look because everybody's going through it. So there've been a lot of neat little stories or people are conquering. And that's why I love the small business world because they knew from the get-go, nobody was going to rescue them, right? We better start swimming. Nobody's coming to rescue us. Yeah. And it was smart for those that said, okay, we have to, and I like using this phrase, make my own economy and not rely on, and not to get political, not to rely on stimulus packages or bailouts or things like that, because even when they get improved, it takes a long time for those things to come through. It's like, take initiative and do things now, because I'll tell you what, as a business owner, um, it's one of those things where when you say, I don't need that, thank you. Right. It, it is an amazing feeling. And I've been on the other side of that equation before in life, and it's not fun being there. So I know what it feels like. Uh, but, you know, the, the the massage therapist that, you know, sending out gift cards, and that is a business. And I, I mentioned this a few times when I on my show is with everybody working from home, especially those that have not worked from home before, my biggest concern is, you know, a lot of people are going to need massage therapy because they're not working in an ergonomic setting like they used to in their office. Right. So there's going to be a lot of neck issues, eye strain, all kinds of other things uh, that people are going to need to be addressed. So um, the massage therapist, you know, rest up because you're going to be busy for quite a long time. Yeah. Um, so it's, but again, these are like you said earlier, you look for the opportunities. Like, okay, what are some opportunities here with this pandemic that I can do to help small businesses or anybody else and and, and do that? Um, because during any type of crisis, you know, look for the helpers. Where are they? Who are they? What are they doing? Because that's um, from you know, investment standpoint, if you're into stocks or in looking for types of businesses, if you're unemployed to look, okay, what, you know, what are some roles that are in demand right now? You know, get the training to do that. Get, you know, there's so much online training now. You, yeah. can get, you can get certified on things and people or organizations are so desperate to hire people to do those roles. If you come in with an expertise and an understanding of how to do the role, um, they're going to hire you, and you know who knows it could spin off and be your career for the next decade or two. So it, it's look for those opportunities and not the well. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, figure it out yeah. because don't don't expect a bailout. You know, it's yeah. don't expect the the you know the the safety boat to pull up and say hop in. Could it get there? Sure. Do I want to wait for it? 
No, yeah. uh, I just, it's, it, it, and of course that's, you know, that's my way. It's like figuring out, okay, I got to figure this out. There's not going to be an opportunity to say, okay, the government's going to take care of me. No, don't rely on that uh, as a business owner or as an individual, you know, there's opportunities out there, even in a pandemic, go find them, do whatever you need to do to get them. You'll be better off for it. And then you won't be so dependent on everything else. You'll be making your own economy. And when you can do that, it's, it's an amazing feeling. Yeah. It's, I mean, you do need to stop and look and, and just say, okay, what are, again, what are the opportunities? How can I, you know, how can I better myself? Uh, talking to somebody, it's a it, it's a horrible time to be looking for a job. New grads. Um, I was talking to one young woman, and she's just uh, takes every day. You know, gets on Google and gets certified in this or gets certified in that. Just finding things to try and be better and better. And you know, I, I I tell her, I say, you know, eventually it's going to hit. Eventually, you're going to have a your skill sets are going to rise to the point where somebody has a need. And you'll be better off, um, you know. So just keep doing it. It's just it's like real estate. Eventually, re- eventually every house sells, right? Um, eventually, somebody's going to hire you, you know. And so you want to come in with your best self. And so, you know, just take those opportunities. Maybe it's a foreign language, whatever it might be. But now's the opportunity. Yeah, it's a great opportunity, and a lot of people refer to this time as the great reset. Uh, for and for some people, that's what they've needed to do. They need to hit that reset button and go. Okay, now, how do I want to design my business? What do I want to work on? How do I want my life to look? What are my relationships like? There's so many opportunities right now, and I think people focusing more on that and less on all the negativity that you can find in the news. It doesn't take much. You'll find it, Um, you know, with elections and cases of Corona and all of that stuff. Focus on improving yourself, whatever that means for you. And when you do that, will come out of this and you'll be like, well, what, you know, what did you do during the pandemic? Well, I've got certifications and all of these things. I started a new role with this. I launched my own business and all, and everybody's like, I watch Netflix, you know, yeah, so right. it's, and I'm not knocking Netflix, although yeah. their stock kind of got hit yesterday because they surprise, surprise there, there's a, a limit to the number of uh, subscribers they can get apparently. So yeah. lessons learned. So, Frank, I've loved our conversation today. Where can people find out more about you and this incredible work you do? Uh, you know, the best place to get a hold of me is through, uh, I have a website that kind of points people to everything Frank Agan. It's frankagan.com. But my email's on there. My It'll take you to my LinkedIn profile if that's your cup of tea or Facebook. Uh, my podcasts are listed on there. So if people want to listen to those podcasts, people want to learn about Am Spirit Business Connections and the franchise opportunity we have, they can connect there as well. Just makes it simple for them to get a hold of me. A one-stop shop is always helpful. Yep. So I'll definitely have that in the show notes. So Frank, great to talk with you again. Uh, looking forward to continuing our conversation and uh, continue to be well. All right. Thanks. Thanks for listening to The Breakfast Leadership Show, part of the Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.